Let's talk about World No Tobacco Day today. And uh, there's been a significant uptake in the use of vapes, which is concerning, given that uh, the fight against tobacco has been going well in terms of people giving up. You think back in the 80s, when I first started work, it was eight, maybe even nine out of ten people would smoke in the early 80s. And, uh, and these days, it's perhaps one out of ten. It's, it's completely flipped around. It's taken 40-odd years. The messaging has been strong. A lot of people uh, gave it up, which is incredibly difficult to do for those who've smoked. I've never been a smoker, and I can't imagine what that would be like, but such an addictive substance. And to uh, I know friends who have gone through it, and uh, obviously very difficult to do, but they have, and, and good on anyone who's who's put themselves through that. Uh, if I get asked to give up coffee, I don't know that I could, I can tell you that much, although the effects don't seem to be anywhere near as uh, as bad for you. In fact, there's uh, probably enough evidence to suggest it's or conflicting, I suppose, evidence as to whether too much coffee is good or bad, but... I don't think I'd want to give up my two or three cups a day. and uh, But smoking, you know, some people a pack or two and have managed to do it, which must take some immense willpower. However, counterbalancing that is a significant uptake in vape use, and that has uh, the experts concerned, including Professor Caroline Miller, Director of uh, the Health and Policy Centre at SAMRI. Uh, Caroline, good morning. Good morning. So where are we at with vapes? Why has there been the flip almost between smoking rates declining and vape use increasing? Well, as you say, we've done um, uh, incredibly well um, as a country in bringing down smoking rates. People have made enormous efforts to quit and we've done really well in terms of discouraging young people from taking up smoking. And that's because We've got a raft of measures. We've gotten rid of the advertising that used to be around decades ago. We've changed the packaging. Um, we've, you know, restricted availability to young people. But what we've seen in the last couple of years is an emergence of these um, disposable vaping products. So um, they come in all sorts of flavours like bubblegum and fairy floss and mint and blueberry. Um, they're not supposed to contain nicotine. Uh, it's illegal for them to contain nicotine and be sold over the counter and especially to young people, but we know in fact they do. Um, they're marketed to young people in ways that are appealing to them and what we're seeing is a really rapid uptake in um, in use of these products and young kids and young people don't appreciate that they're addictive they don't um, understand until it's too late. They think they're harmless, which in fact they're not. And very concerningly, if young people use vapes, they've got three times the chances of going on to smoking. And of course, we know the terrible toll that comes of addiction and cancer and heart disease that's associated with smoking in the long term. Mm. So what we've seen is actually a sevenfold increase in uptake in vapes in young people in recent years. Um, it's coming off a very low base. So um, we've still got the chance to really sort of nip this in the bud before it gets out of control. Um, but it will get out of control if we don't take action, which we are doing. Um, and to, to prevent these these young people from a future of addiction and, and, and harm. It uh, obviously, for people who think vapes are not addictive, they clearly are, aren't they? They're not meant to have nicotine, or many of them are not meant to have nicotine. You know, you talk about the blueberry ones and everything else, but uh, from recent research, it's found that they actually do. 
That's that's exactly right. So they're not meant to have nicotine. Um, they're not labelled properly. They're labelled in a misleading way. We know they're being sold um, illegally and they're readily accessible to kids and kids in schools. So the schools are having having difficulty with them as well. And the kids, you know, they smell sweet, mm. they taste sweet. The kids think they're harmless. Um, and they're not harmless even without nicotine, in fact, because kids are inhaling um, substances into their, their lungs, which aren't designed to be, or haven't been checked for safety. So every effort has to be made, really, to, to stamp it out, this, the, the illegal practice, and also to protect, you know, to protect the next generation from um, a future of addiction. Do you reckon it's a phase, you know, yo-yos and uh, everything else that kids get into, the uh, those fidget spinner things? Uh, do you reckon it might be a phase that in a couple of years oh, we won't see any having them? Yeah, look, it's normal for kids to experiment mm. um, and it's not, you know, and things come and go. That's definitely right. But what the, you know, I suppose the sort of, you know, the hidden, the, the hidden harm in this, the stealth in this is that they contain nicotine. Yeah. They contain a lot of nicotine and kids get hooked. I mean, we've got terrible stories of 14-year-olds getting up in the night to vape. Um, we've got schools that are having trouble with kids vaping in breaks, having concentration problems. So, it's you know it's it's not that trying something different is unusual for young people. It's the it's the hidden hook of the nicotine that's the really big concern, and that's you know we're seeing that acceleration and uptake, and we have to you know we we we've done really well in tobacco control in Australia, um, and got smoking rates right down amongst kids, and we just we have to. Now we have to protect them from yeah. from it happening all over again. And and obviously, you know, as kids take this up, the uh, the risk is they move from vapes to cigarettes, uh, as opposed to the argument that people on cigarettes can use vapes to free themselves from from the smokes. It goes the yeah, other way for kids. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So kids who vape have got three times the chances of moving on to cigarettes and everybody understands how harmful they are. Mm. Um, for people who want to use vapes uh, to try to help them with quitting smoking, there is still a path. There will still be a path available for that. So they can see their doctor who can give them advice. They can go to the chemist and get their nicotine-containing vapes through the chemist. So it's not about not having them available for people who think they're worthwhile to help them quit smoking. Um, it's about the it's about the public health concern, the population level concern of a lot of kids who've never smoked, so certainly don't need space to help them quit smoking, taking it up. Yeah, indeed. All right. Really appreciate your insights, Caroline. Thank you. Thanks very much. Professor Caroline Miller from uh, SAMRI, the Director of uh, Health Policy Centre there.